Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Max Caster's AEW appearances have been put on ice after last week's controversial rap. Are WWE still hoping to re-sign Daniel Bryan? Got an update on how CM Punk's training for his wrestling return is going. And a massive match added to the NXT TakeOver 36 card. This is the news, but without Wilburn. <laughs> it is great. He's off for the next few days. So you guys better get ready to some ram sackle. See, I can't even say that word properly. Some ram shackle presentation from your boys. Anyway, uh, we're going to start things off by talking about Max Caster. So last week, he stoked a lot of controversy. Uh, he had this rap on AEW Dark, and uh, it aired during the live broadcast of Dark, but was then edited out of the YouTube upload. Lots of stuff in there that riled people up, and understandably so. There was comments on Simone Biles' mental health. Uh, there was a gross joke relating to the Duke lacrosse case of 2006. Uh, there was some other There was a COVID conspiracy line and everything else. Attracted the wrong kind of attention to AEW. And since then, Caster was uh, pulled from a match on this week's episode of Dark. He has removed AEW and references to the acclaim from, acclaimed from his social media bios. And now we have a report from Fightful Select noting that while Caster is still with the company, uh, his appearances are indeed on ice, in their words, according to their sources. Um, sensitivity training has been discussed as well. There's no details on, that, on what that might entail. Now, there was a report that came out shortly after the Fightful one uh, stating that uh, Max had been suspended for two months without pay. That came from Ringside News, but it's been discredited. It's, it's not true. Uh, Voices of Wrestling have spoken to people on this matter within AEW who have described that report, the suspension, two months without pay, as total fiction. So, you know, a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, it's clear that Caster won't be on TV, potentially, for a while. Uh, Tony Khan stepped in after Dark and said, yeah, no, the promo was terrible. I didn't used to edit uh, Dark, but I'm going to start editing it now and apologizing and everything else. Uh, yeah, there, here we are. I mean, those were dumb things to say, for sure. A lot of people go, hey, wrestling heel can say what you want. He's getting heat, blah, 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 blah. That's not the kind of heat that puts you know, uh, hatred on the act. It's the kind of thing that makes people go, hey, that performer said some really dumb stuff. And I don't think it really matters if you personally weren't offended by these jokes and weren't upset by them. The fact is that a lot of people were. And that's bad PR, that's bad perception, and perception is everything. So, you know, you can see why he wouldn't want to attract this kind of stuff to his company, Tony Khan. And uh, yeah, he's made his move and uh, casters on ice. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a bit of a weird one since this came out on Dark, because it's like, okay, so Tony Khan doesn't edit it specifically, but someone still 
does, and you、yeah. should have people that he trusts in those positions to not do this. And people were still backstage watching this, and there were like still people in the audience and cameramen and commentators. There was a lot of steps that this could have been caught, and it wasn't caught. However, having said that, like historically, AEW have been pretty good with these kind of things. Like you think back to the Sammy Guevara comments. Obviously, that wasn't on AEW, but like sort of of a similar vein, and taking him off TV for a few months, and going through the sensitivity training and things. Like they have been pretty good with things like that to sort of reassess the, the situation、um, and then sort of bring it back like at a, at a later date. So、um, yeah, hopefully they go down the same route with this and it all clears up over time. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully a lesson is learned、yeah. and、uh, we can avoid stuff like this in the future. Yeah, absolutely.、Uh, but moving over now, is WWE still in hopes to re-sign Daniel Bryan? Now this is coming from PW Insiders Dave Shearer, who、um, said they hope so, but they're technically not part of the company as at the moment. Now, obviously,、um, his contract expired after that career versus title match that he had with Roman Reigns back in SmackDown and in like April,、um, and there's been a lot of talk about sort of AW、um, Daniel Bryan signing for AW and. A lot of talk and a lot of rumors in recent weeks about that.、Um, so on the flip side of that, like the Bodyslam.net's Cassidy Haynes has been saying that it's 100% locked in at the minute, and that、um, there's a potential of him debuting at AEW's Grand Slam at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York in September 22nd. And Meltzer has also been saying, like his most recent comments, is that unless something falls apart, they're both coming in. But yeah, this words from Dave Shearer, just a little glimmer of hope from WWE there that they might be able、yeah. to tempt Daniel Bryan back. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can get him back.、Uh, yes,、uh, I, I, I completely trust Cassidy Haynes reporting on this matter. I believe Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson will show up、uh, in AEW and go on to become a big benefit to that company. I think Daniel Bryan's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, like、yeah. legitimately. So yeah, I mean, he's going to be a huge boost for every lance. Does sound like wishful thinking on WWE's behalf, this doesn't it? Yeah, please think, come back. Like as far as WWE has the big paychecks, and they might be able to offer a better schedule for him, possibly, maybe at this maybe. point in his career. I think just the potential of all the dream matches, like not for us, for for Brian, like the dream matches that he said about many times in interviews over the last few years about all these people all over the world that he wants to wrestle, not just in AEW but in like New Japan and things like that. I think the The temptation for just going out there and ending his career with the exact kind of matches that he wants to do, and we all know he's all about the art of pro wrestling. This guy,、yeah. I think that's that's a a temptation that's a little bit too strong than just a massive paycheck from WWE, for sure. And of course, the chance to work with New Japan as well.、Uh, Nick Khan and WWE couldn't get that deal done. New Japan、yeah. AEW deal exists. It all adds up. It all adds up. And.、Uh, Speaking of people who are coming back to pro wrestling, someone who's been away a little while longer, CM Punk. We're all expecting him to show up on the 20th August episode of AEW Rampage. At this stage, if he doesn't show up, I want my money that I did not pay back. But I want it back, Tony.、Uh, how's his training going for his wrestling comeback? Good, good is the 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 quick and dirty response to that. Fightful Select had a report on the situation last night. They've spoken to three sources、uh, who have worked with Punk and trained with him and everything else. So a bunch of different interesting little bits and pieces there.、Uh, one of them says that compared to how Punk looked in his latter WWE days, not good. He didn't look good at all. The poor guy、he、didn't look like a healthy dude in those in that final stages of his WWE run. Compared to them, he looks completely. Healthy.、Uh, on top of this, another one said he looked very good,、uh, stating that hey, has this guy been like 
training in private before coming to see me? What's going on here? Well, another one said that it's like he's never been away. So on top of doing his own personal training, Punk has been spending the past six months training for his role on the upcoming Heels TV show, which I think debuts this week and it has Stephen Amell in the lead role wrestling show coming out. Uh, good to hear. I think a big concern for most people when CM Punk was returning was Ring Rust, what shape is he going to be in, everything else. Sounds like he's taking the taking this very seriously. I don't think CM Punk has ever been a guy to do things at like half measure anyway. So I'm not totally surprised by this, but it's good to hear nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. Like the moment you hear about CM Punk coming back, you think seven years of ring rust is quite a lot of ring rust. Um, however, if you, you only have to go back and look at how he trained to do his MMA things, that you know this guy will throw himself fully into whatever he is doing next. And if it's wrestling that's coming up next, he is gonna train like he's never trained before to get ready for that. He yeah. doesn't feel like the kind of guy who's gonna half-ass this and just come back and like sort of float through it all. He's gonna come back absolutely 100%. <laughs> you uh, know it, baby. Uh, but moving over now to NXT and it's TakeOver 36 on Sunday the 22nd of August and a couple of matches got added on NXT last night. So the first one and possibly, well probably the biggest one is Adam Cole versus Kyla Riley. It's gonna be an undisputed finale in a two out of three falls match where each fall has a different um, stipulation added to it. So it's gonna be a traditional match for the first one, a street fight for the second one, and a steel cage for the third one, if it's needed. Yeah, right, come on. Um, <laughs> come on. Obviously harking back to the three stages of hell match with Austin and Triple H back from No Way Out 2001, which is still one of my favorite matches. I really, really like that match. Um, so very excited for this. It's gonna be a little bit of an interesting twist added, and we know NXT loves a good two out of three falls match in general. So very much looking forward to this one, but also added was LA Knight uh, defending the million dollar title against Cameron Grimes uh, and if Grimes loses then DiBiase will have to serve as LA Knight's <laughs> butler obviously. Um, so the full card is shaping up. We've got those two matches. We've also got the NXT title match between Karrion Kwas and Samoa Joe. We've got the women's title match between Mikel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and we've got the United Kingdom title match with Walter and Ilya Dragunov. It's a nice little card isn't it? Yeah. I see a little card. Yeah, I, I say little card like the main event isn't going to be an hour long. That Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly Adam Cole match is going to be is, an epic, isn't it? That is Triple H <laughs> with his fingers all over this. <laughs> yes, it most certainly is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's going to be... Um, realistically, Cole versus O'Reilly might take up like half the show. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> the first undisputed match... Hello, Salty. <laughs> Little run in from the dog there. Uh, the first uh, match, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The unsanctioned match was long in itself. So yes. gonna go long, brace yourselves for that. But I think it'll be a good match. Uh, I mean, look at who's involved. And on top of that, the uh, the Cameron Grimes LA Knight feud has been just mid-card fun. And I'm here for more of that. So uh, yeah, and Walter versus Dragunov, come on. Yep, come on. they are gonna slap the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, Dragunov's not gonna have a chest left after that one. Uh, we're gonna move on to our Twitter questions here. The first one today comes to us from Eddie Zamhari, who asks the following. There are a lot of gimmick matches in pro wrestling. What is your Mount, Mount Rushmore for favorite gimmick match of all time? I reckon it makes sense Good to throw one. two in each as there are four places on Mount Rushmore. My two offerings for this would be the Royal Rumble. That counts as a gimmick match. Don't at me. Don't at me. That was going to be one of and mine. <laughs> they, oh, well, we're going to have to start again. Uh, okay. Uh, TLC, then. Uh, you can keep the Royal Rumble. It's fine. I've got others. <laughs> all right. All right. Royal Rumble. 
and TLC. There nice. we go. Excellent. I will go for, well, I was originally going to go with Hell in a Cell if I can only use the first three ever Hell in a Cell matches, but <laughs> yeah. I can't, so they've ruined that. So we're going to move on from that. Uh, I was going to say just straight up ladder match and two out of three falls as well, because I just really like a good nice. two out of three falls match. Oh, baby. What it is. I just yeah. hope this one doesn't go too long. Triple H, stay away from this. Let them do their thing. Might be the last time they ever get to do their thing in WWE. So just let them do their thing. Keep your fingers out of this pie. <laughs> so it's going for four hours then. Yeah, That's how great, long it's yeah. running. Uh, <laughs> let's go. The next question here comes from Matt Ryan, uh, who asks the following. With Christian Cage now the number one ranked contender in AEW, does he challenge Omega on All Out or perhaps on Rampage? I've been thinking about this quite a lot recently. And, uh, you know, uh, this is based on nothing, but I'm going to lay down a prediction. Cage versus Omega is going to happen on Rampage this week. This week? Call me an idiot. Because <laughs> I am one. See, I was going to say it's happening on Rampage as well. I think they've left that all-out slot sort of empty on purpose. Um, and I can, yeah, I can see this going down on Rampage. It's a big thing to throw on Rampage, just like for your first week there. Like, it's a big match. You've got sort of the WWE guy, the pure AEW guy. I think that would bring a lot of people over to it. I think it's a wise decision to shove that on Rampage. Yeah, and then we have a fresh prospect open for All Out, of course. Yeah. And our uh, final question today comes to us from Jonathan Johnson, who asks the following. Hello, my good brothers. Do you think WWE will want slash need to bring Bray Wyatt back to appease network executives after seeing images of the new Fiend character. That's the character art that Bray put out on Twitter the other day. Uh, of course, I think there's a good chance that Bray will end up back in WWE, you know. I think it's the best fit for him as a performer in general. I know, like, there have been some complaints of how he's used and everything else, but it seems like a good place for his brand of creativity. And on top of this, there's always the cynical view of WWE releasing people to then try and re-sign them on smaller money contracts, which is a popular theory at the moment as well. But what do you think, Phil? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an odd one, this one. I don't know whether they'd, like... Whether it seems like they're sort of owning up to their own mistakes by hiring him back, if that makes sense, and they'll just kind of dig themselves deeper and be like, nope, this is fine, we didn't want him anyway. Um, I can kind of see them doing that as well. Uh, but yeah, you're right, it does seem like the, the most logical house for him in this sort of character, but then there's also Impact, which loves their spooky nonsense, so... <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do love a spook over an impact, don't they? Uh, and today's and finally, we're going to move on to that. This uh, comes to us via the Deadlock Pro Wrestling uh, Reddit page on Twitter. Subreddit, that's what they call it, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not well versed in Reddit. Someone needs to educate me. Um, but somebody here has gone on to the WWE app and, you know, there have been a lot of releases. Those, those have hit the TI, TI, TI5. <laughs> I told you this was going to be a mess, Phil. Uh, the, the 205 Live roster in particular. And if you go on the WWE app at the moment and you look at the 205 Live roster, how many names do you reckon are on there, Phil? How many names? It's an hour long remaining. show. You've got an hour an hour a week to fill. It needs like at least three matches of cards. There's six people, but then you need multiple people. It's like at least 10 people minimum, surely. Right, what if I told you it was four? <laughs> four people listed on the roster page, and none of them are active on the brand either. Uh, Brian Kendrick, who is effectively semi-retired. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews, who is currently in the UK, on NXT UK. Nigel McGuinness, who's a commentator. <laughs> and Santos Escobar, who's a former Cruiserweight champion but hasn't wrestled on 205 Live since last December. So... 
Yeah, lad, it's a crazy situation. 205 Live is obviously still on the air. They're just using people from NXT in the Performance Center. But it's wild <laughs> to look at their roster and, and there's not a single active wrestler on it, it on makes, the brand. After the first, like, well, not the first lot, but after the sort of one before this massive loss of, lot of releases that absolutely gutted 205 Live, you sit yeah. back and you're like, how the hell can 205 Live survive this? And then this one happens and then you're like, Oh my god, there were actually still people on 205 Live and they've got yeah. rid of those two and now there is nothing. Like, cancel that show. It's not a show anymore. Like, it can't be. It's just yeah. get rid of it. It's done. You've killed it. And now with all this thing of uh, Vince wanting the big guys back in NXT, there's, uh, yeah, I don't see a long life for 205 Live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're turning into a big beefy brand, you might as well go for 405 Live, yeah. right? Get all the big lads on there. <laughs> Why the heck not? Anyway, thank you for joining us for today's Ram Shackle. I said it right that time, wrestling hey. news. You can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Phil at... At PhilMyChambers. And you can follow Andy at... At Andy H. Murray. Today, the H stands for Harring Form, which means shaped like a herring. <laughs> a word you use every day, I'm sure. Very useful. Thank you. <laughs> Don't be a herring. Save hedgehogs. Goodbye. Uh, come to What Culture for all the new knowledge. <laughs> yes. Learning. Dictionary. <laughs>